everyone. I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you for joining for another Listen In here at Lifted Hands, Lifted Heart Podcast. I am so excited, as always, to bring you guys another episode as we embark on our journeys of life. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen in each week. If this is your first time, thank you for listening in. If you haven't already, go back, listen to episodes one through five. We're kind of going in some kind of chronological order, somewhat, um, as we're traveling through life and giving inspiration and, you know, encouragement. But, you know, if, if, if you don't want to listen back, it's fine. Stay here. <laughs> but, um yeah, I'm excited to bring this week's episode. Um, yeah, it's been it's been so good to be able to inspire you guys and encourage you. And I've always kind of done it on a smaller scale when it comes to my social media. But the stories aren't long enough. Um, the live, you know, is not always the most pleasant time to go live some sort. But podcasting allows me to be able to expound on some of the encouragement and I'm very very excited to share with you guys episode six we're going to be talking about feeding distractions and how there are some are prohibited and we've been recently talking about starting your journey you know staying motivated um, staying at the pace that God has you at and so those are just a few episodes that we have already or a few topics that we have already covered. And if you are interested in, you know, going back to listen in, how to stay motivated, staying at the right pace, um, just even starting the journey in, in itself, I highly, you know, recommend you go back and listen in. But anyway, let's get right into what we're going to talk about today. Like I said, feeding distractions. When feeding distractions are prohibited, I want to know, um, have you ever been to a zoo or an aquarium, a farm of some sort where there are animals and you notice that you have some signs that tell you do not feed the animals or do not feed the ducks or some, some simply just say, um, feeding prohibited, right? So we've all been there, done that, seen those signs. And all those signs are put in place, you know, for a reason. We may not know exactly why, but those who are experienced in animals, they know. Of course, some things are just common sense, <laughs> like why we aren't feeding lions, tigers, and bears, right? So that's just common sense why we're not feeding those. But sometimes you may even see that feeding is allowed, you know, for certain animals like birds. And, you know, one particular reason why could be that feeding birds is a little bit, har well, a lot more harmless <laughs> than the tigers are because birds are typically not a threat. You know what I mean? Other animals that are, uh, that are allowed to be fed, you know, who are a bit more dangerous could be, it could be that the feeding is in a controlled environment, right? So the, the animal might be dangerous, but you can feed them because it's in a controlled environment, supervised by an expert or someone with feeding experience with the animal. I remember being, I think it was Disney. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know if it was at um, SeaWorld. There wouldn't be alligators at SeaWorld, right? <laughs> I don't know where we were, but we could feed the alligators. And you would stand on the bridge 
and feed the alligators. So in another type of setting where the alligator is probably like in a cage or some sort, I don't think people will allow you to feed it, but because of the bridge and the distance between, you know, us and the alligators, it made it okay to feed that, you know, animal. So, um, it sounds dangerous to feed an alligator, but again, if you think about the distance with a bridge and then the water below, it becomes not as a minimal threat, I would say. (laughs) Well, I want you to see your distractions sort of the same way. Some can be fed because they aren't a huge threat to our goal. Um, There is enough distance between the desire and influence that distractions could have on us. You know, some of our distractions can be well supervised by us. For example, TV. TV can be a small controlled distraction to one person, but a huge distraction like can't pull away for another person. They love, they just love television. They love movies. They sit down and they just get caught up, right? For someone like me who can sit down, I can sit down, start watching something. And all of a sudden I realize I had something to, like more important to do. I can get up right away and take care of it because I'm not into watching TV like that, but let it be a good book. Let it be a good book, honey. It's hard to tear me away from a good book because I love to read. But TV not, is not something I desire to do. I do. I, it doesn't pose a threat or have much influence, you know, on the thing that the most important thing that needs to get done and vice versa. Some of you are not distracted by a book like <laughs> I'm reading a book, right? But it's not all that important. I'm not all that into this book. So it's easy for you to walk away and say, all right, let me put this book down and let me do what I need to do. You're not distracted by reading a book, but let your show come on and it is over. How many of you guys are like that? Your show come on, honey, like, and nobody's pulling you away from your show. (laughs) I'm not that type of person. Like I said, there's a book. How many of you guys are book people? How many of you guys are TV people? Like, if you are in a good book, I'm talking about good details, good juicy um, action going on. Like, the book has pulled you in. How hard is it for you to get pulled away out of it? It's, it's very hard for me. How many of you like TV? Just, just have to have your shows, and it's hard to pull away from what's about to happen. Now, I've had moments where I enjoyed a show or TV, and... You know, I didn't want to stop watching it. But if I had something very, very important to do, I most likely can pull away that away from that show with ease. So we all have our different distractions that, you know, have an influence over us. But here's where we have to be careful with identifying distractions. See, the enemy knows what we enjoy. Right. And most of the things that distract us are enjoyable And you should enjoy doing things. Nothing is wrong with that. So don't think just because something like like watching TV distracts you uh, from taking care of business that you are never allowed to enjoy it, okay? Just because you enjoy it and you know it distracts you from doing certain things, it doesn't mean that you have to cut it out completely, okay? You just have to know how to handle certain distractions, now, we will talk about some things that are totally off limits, and we'll and I'll explain why. So there are some distractions, some things that cause us, 
you know, to be distracted that are totally off limits, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. So please understand this. Distractions are going to happen in life. Life is full of distractions. First of all, that's the enemy job is to distract us from greatness. Okay. Distract us from our amazing God, our father to bless us with certain things. It's his job to distract us. So they're going to happen in life. Distractions happen. But most importantly, uh, the most important thing is recognizing what they are. Okay. What causes you to get off track? If you don't ever recognize what that or those things are, you'll continue on a path away from the direction you're supposed to be going, right? You can't get distracted too long. You can't allow something to have so much influence over you that you can't pull away from it, okay? I love the scripture that relates to tackling hindrances, things that hinder us. And it asks a question to help you recognize where you are And it also encourages you to get back on track. It's Galatians 5 and 7. And it reads, you are running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? Question mark. So that is the scripture. So I want to ask you, who has hindered you? Who has hindered you? Was it you? Are you in your own way? Is it the lack of accountability? Is it the influence of others? Lack of prioritizing? What or who is it? Paul in this scripture here talks about how human circumcision and other religious rituals have no saving value or power to those in Christ, right? The the religious rituals and things that people put in place, have no saving power, no saving value to you that are in Christ. The thing that matters the most is faith working through love. On your Christian journey, there will be people and religions and religious traditions that try to deter you away from the truth. And you can't let those things distract you from God's truth, no matter how good or right it sounds. Some things can sound so good and so right, but always go back to the word of God to confirm because that's where truth lies. Truth, truth lies in God. I should say that differently because it sounds like lies is in like not telling truth, but truth is found in God. God is truth. Okay. So what does God have to say about the matter? Whenever you're confused about something or whenever someone tries to come up to you and um, deter you away from what you know to be true or something sounds good, always reflect back to the word of God. In this case, regarding this scripture, Paul is addressing the Galatians who are now building a, a relationship with the true God. In the past, they were enslaved to things that were worthless. He's encouraging them to not turn back. Um, he, them trying to be justified by the law. He's telling them that trying to be justified by the law would cause them to fall from grace. Paul encourages them to keep on with God. Um, and that living in sin is slavery. We are not slaves to sin guys. We are not slaves to sin, but we are free in Christ. And so 
that is what Paul is trying to, is telling the Galatians, like this circumcision stuff that humans have, you know, tried to push up on you, reflect back to the truth of God. It's, it's not those things, those are not the things that are going to save you. It's through their faith and working in love that's going to save you, okay? So that's our spiritual part of our message today. Listen, you need, you searching for truth, you searching for salvation, is found in God. Jesus Christ is the only one who can save us from our sin. So distractions can be a hindrance, right? Distractions can be a hindrance. Who has caused you to change directions from the true God? Whose life are you watching on social media that has you distracted from the direction you're supposed to be going? Whose post did you see to make you question the truth or turn away from the truth? Do not feed that distraction. Don't feed that distraction. How do you know? You may be asking, how do you know if a distraction should be prohibited, like not allowed, right? How do you know that you need to eliminate a a distraction versus we're going to talk about what to do with distractions. But how do you know if this is a distraction that needs to be eliminated? Well, I want you to, you know, ask yourself question, a question. How much influence does it have over me? Is it hard to pull away from? Does it do more harm than good? Can it be supervised? Can it be prioritized? See, there are some things that you can prioritize so that they don't become terrible distractions and hinder you, okay? So instead of placing it before, so instead of placing it before getting the important things done, put it afterwards. Give yourself time frames of use for it. That makes sense? Let's talk about social media scrolling. That's a huge distraction for a lot of us, okay? I'm included. I'm not exempt for this. Just because I can control it now does not mean I'm, I'm exempt from it being a, a huge distraction. So this is an example of social media stro- strolling, uh, stroll, scrolling, excuse me, huge distraction for a lot of us. If that's what you like to do, block off time to scroll versus using random times of your day. And what this does, it allows you to, uh, to control and supervise you're stro- your, your scrolling, okay? Supervise it and control it so that it does not become a hindrance to the things that you need to get done. Um, it doesn't become a hindrance in your growth or anything on your as you're on a journey. I personally like to prioritize my tasks, okay? My daily tasks, I like to prioritize them, what is um and doing what is most important to me first, right? And not saying, not just saying I put God first, but actually putting God first. God is the most important thing to me in my life. And so he's gonna be put first. Do you really put God first? You hear a lot of people saying that. They say it, uh, God, I put God first in my life. But what actions show that you actually do put God first in your life, that he is prioritized and put in a rightful position that he deserves to be in, in your life, in your day, 
right? So, so what I'm going to do is put prayer at the top of my list every day. Not just thanking him for waking me up, but asking him to direct my path each and every day, right? Not just thanking him, but actually asking, having a, a conversation. Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? How do you want me to do this? Who do you want me to speak to? Acknowledging God first, first thing in the morning. Yes, there was a time, and it's been a long time, though, a long time ago where I would roll over and immediately check my phone. Been there, done that. I put God first by changing that habit in prayer. Now it's prayer, reading a scripture, meditating. That's just when it comes to task-related things, right? Because there are many other ways that we put God first that are just as important, such as our decision-making and how to handle situations. His way should be our first priority, but that's another topic for another day, okay? So I just want you to understand prioritizing. But because I have prioritized what is most important, now I this is what I tell myself. Now that I didn't really put God first, acknowledged him, spent time with him, meditated on his word, now I get to work out. Now I get to scroll on social media. Now I get to do X, Y, or Z. You see what I'm saying? That priority, it matters, and it's very important. If you find it difficult to, like, properly manage or prioritize a distraction, it should be prohibited because at that point you have no control over it. I'm going to say that again. If you find it difficult to manage or prioritize a distraction, it should be prohibited. So you all may know, some of you may not know, um, I've stated before in the past that YouTube is my thing. And there have been seasons where I had to totally eliminate YouTube from my day to day because I could not control and prioritize it properly. Even right now, I have to schedule times for myself to watch or else I'll look up and hours have passed. Y'all know what I'm saying. What's that thing you look up and hours have passed? Not productive. It's just something you enjoy. But it's distracting you and hindering you from doing what's more important. It all refers back to recognizing the influence the distraction has over you. What you should be doing, right? Excuse me. I hope that didn't come off on camera because, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, reflect on that real quick. Refer back to the things that in your mind uh, help you recognize the influence certain distractions have over you. What, what gets your time? What gets you going and down the rabbit hole for hours? I'm telling you, it's most of the time it's us and social media. It, it, it is. It has been become such a thing that we really hardly recognize because we enjoy it. But three things we should do with the things that distract us or hinder us from staying the course of our journey. Number one, we already talked about is prioritize it. We should prioritize it. Number two, we should supervise it. And number three, prohibit or eliminate. Do not allow it. If it causes you to totally turn and go a different direction, it should be prohibited. It should not be allowed. You have no control at this point. If it slows you down, prioritize it. 
If it's something that really just slows you down, like, oh, I spent way too much time doing that, prioritize it. Put it in a place where it does not cause a hindrance to you. Okay, if it causes you not to be productive, supervise it. Give yourself a blocked off time frame to allow yourself to do that thing, right? I know prioritizing and, and um, super, supervising it, managing it sounds almost the same. But the difference is if it slows you down, prioritizing it means I can't do it first thing in the morning. I'll, I'll, I'll do it after I complete these tasks. And then supervising it, meaning like micromanage that thing, put it on a certain schedule. Okay. At between the hours of two and five, this is what I'm going to do with this. Okay. On your Christian journey, if you find yourself out of alignment with God's truth, whatever it is that is causing you to be out of the will of God, that my friend, you have to turn away from it. Anything that causes you not to be in alignment with God's truth. You need to turn away from it. Turn away from all sin. Sin is one thing that you cannot prioritize or supervise. Let's say that one more time. Sin is one thing that you cannot prioritize or supervise. Acts 3 and 19 says, therefore, repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out. Hebrews 12 and 1 tells us, therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares or controls. That's what that word means. Ensnares controls us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us. Lay the sin aside and be done with it. Okay. Is not in alignment with God, is not in alignment with his truth, is not going to be productive, is not going to help you on this Christian journey. Period. All distractions are not prohibited, okay? But the ones that cause you to totally drive or that 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 you that totally drive you off course should be prohibited. If you find yourself in a opposite direction of where you need to be going, stop. Figure out the cause. Anytime I need to figure something out, I ask God to show me. Sometimes the truth hurts and I've had to lay aside a lot of things that I loved, but the obedience has brought me great reward. You guys, we are so stubborn when it comes to laying aside the things that God had asked us to lay aside because we don't understand, but obedience, God wants our obedience. It's extremely hard to go through life without any distractions. Don't ever think you're going to go through this life without any distractions. Okay. But it's, it's up to us to take full responsibility without, with, with handling, handling the responsibilities. I mean, the distractions properly. It's totally up to us. It's our responsibility and we have to take full responsibility with handling our distractions properly. Like I said, a lot of times those distractions are usually things we truly enjoy, but we have to be wise enough and disciplined enough to know that there is a time and a season for those things. Okay. This week, you guys, let's take a look at what has hindered us from moving in the right direction. What has hindered us from staying in alignment with God? Let's decide where those distractions need to go. One, get rid of it. Two, prioritize it. Or three, supervise or manage it. 
Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in this week, you guys. You guys be blessed, 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 blessings to all and bless me. Okay. If I blessed you, bless me <laughs> with sharing this episode um, of this week's podcast. Um, if you haven't already done so, you know, please subscribe, please subscribe, share, and let's interact on my, my Facebook. I try to pose a question each week that aligns with what we're talking about. And I want to hear from you guys. And also if there are like questions or concerns that come up as you're listening, things that you're wondering, any kind of topics that's going to help you along the journey, whether it's biblical, whether it's natural, I am open to hearing and discussing, uh, discussing any topic, um, you know, and yeah, so don't be a stranger, okay? Go on my social media, let's interact um, so we can have even more topics because I know sometimes people have questions like, I wonder, well, what about this? Don't be a stranger, come interact. Again, thank you so much for joining in. I love you guys. Bye.